1: Welcome to episode 247 of Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. I'm your co-host, Sarah D. Bunting, and I'm here with the captain of my maturity ship, Mark Blankenship. Hello,
2: Mark. Ahoy there, matey. Um, It is a pleasure to be here as ever. This is a week when I have brought a song to the room. This is one of my favorite songs of 2021, Sarah, and uh, I am very interested to discuss it with you. It's called All Your Exes by a singer-songwriter named Julia Michaels. It was introduced to me by my dear friend and Mastis Patreon patron, Mariah Grandi. Hello, Mariah. Uh, Actually, this episode is going to be dropping, I think, right around the time I come to see you for Thanksgiving. So, you know, hey. Um, Julia Michaels is someone who has never quite become a superstar, though she has had hits. She had a song called uh, Issues that reached number 11. She has been Grammy-nominated for Best New Artist Uh, last year. She got a Grammy nomination for Song of the Year for a song called If the World Was Ending or something like that. And to me, Sarah Julia Michaels is – in many ways an inheritor of Alana morissette's uh musical identity she is able to speak quite well through her lyrics about the specific frustrations of being a woman in contemporary society and she is also willing to be ugly in a way that women are often told they're not supposed to be uh-huh. all of which i think is wrapped up in the song all your exes which has to my ear some incredible fucking lyrics about the fact that you really wish the person you loved had never ever had sex with anyone else before and
0: uh-huh. you don't care
2: how that sounds it's what you fucking believe and uh we'll get more into the structure of this song later which i also find interesting but without further ado let's listen to a little clip
3: when you're Tell stories about 2017 I know there's parts that they leave out To be considerate of me Wish I could be blissfully Unaware of where you used to put your mouth And who you write your fucking songs about I wanna live in a world where all your exes are dead I wanna kill all the memories that you save in your head Be the only girl it's ever been in your bed I wanna live in a world where all your exes are dead I wanna live in a world where there's no exes at all Like you were waiting for me the first thing you fall for the only girl that's ever been in your bed i want to live in a world all your exes are dead please don't tell me if i accidentally stumble into something that reminds you
2: of her. No, so sarah the last thing i'll say as intro is i i wanted to clip this part because that arrival of that beat He's really deep into the song. We're like two minutes in before that arrives, and I find it pretty thrilling. But I'm wondering how you feel about the experience of this track.
1: Um, I loved this song when I got to um, the rhyming of Christmas and specifics. Mm. This was an extremely confident – I mean, I the maturity ship sailing was – I was like, okay, girl. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> Christmas and specifics. And then just like – the ability of this song to marry um these there is like a a sweetness and a sadness and a oh honey to like what she's expressing but she's so funny about it and swearing and uh you know, that there's a line later where uh, the love object is like, oh, you're the only one I think about. And the, the song stops. She's like, well, yeah, fuck, it better be in those words. And I was like, oh, my God, my heart. I love this. And think about that this song. I, I mean, this song could be like a, a novelty song. It has all the same tools a novelty song does, but it, it, it isn't a novelty song. It isn't gimmicky. Uh, yeah. The build of it um, that frequent like p- um, pulling and stretching of the beat and the lyric in relationship to the beat is really sophisticated. Um, get out your mass bingo card. Cause here comes uh, Mr. Hopkins again. There is some sprung rhythm in here. There are internal rhymes um, and like broken rhymes that are really smart and confident. And I like the I like the feeling that in the same way that the narrator's uh dream does of like non-competitive romantic love this song has always been waiting to exist and to be expressed in this way but that this is the iteration of it that is both um felt and thoughtful is Great. I immediately added this song and the entire album to my playlist and just think it's fantastic. Like, it's so fun to listen to just of a piece all at once and kind of not analyze it. But it's also fun to analyze it and think about how it was built. But like, you don't have to do that. The song um, understands that it has a visceral effect, but it also understands about itself that you may not realize what has been done to create that visceral effect. And also, also there's like this um, call out in the culture to all my exes live in Texas. So you're maybe expecting this like traditional like country classic. And then what you get is this muzzy sounding whiskey voiced sweary lady being like you know your exes and there's a whole line about how she's like i think my empathy is calibrated exactly correctly fuck those bras. and i'm like
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> girl come sit next to me come sit in my lap okay uh this is the best i uh, thank you so much for bringing me this song into my life i adore it she is a genius end of episode
2: Sarah, I'm so delighted that you like this song as much as I do. Like, it brings me such true, deep joy. Yes. And, like, it, I, I just completely agree with you that this song, you can hear it and it's just pleasurable. Mm-hmm. But it really, really holds up to analysis. Yeah. And, it, like, the more that I have thought about this song, the more I have come to love it. Because so many of the things that you've mentioned, um, I will add, too, the way that she brings back the idea of the when your friends tell stories about, and then she puts yes. in a specific year. That was very clever. So, in the first ver, in the first time that uh, trope occurs, which we heard in the clip, she's talking about hoping that she knows that this guy's friends tastefully don't mention ex-girlfriends from 2017 when they talk around her. But by the end of the song, she's saying when your friends tell stories about 2023, I hope they hardly can recall. There was a you without me. Like that mm-hmm. is so fucking awesome to me. Like it's so
1: smart. And there's so, and, there's so much here about like, she knows that she's saying that she's saying the thing that you're not supposed to say out loud.
2: Yes, but exactly.
1: Everybody says, everybody says to themselves and wishes for themselves. And, and, the and especially for uh women i think to express these kinds of universal um ins- feelings of insecurity like to uh, you know the the cool girl looms large for everybody throughout life right. right that it's like it's fine like i always appreciate when an artist is like look it's fine except fuck her but it's fine. And, it's, and yes. she can afford to be like, it's fine because she's Julia Michaels and she knows how to make a song like this. So all those other broads can fuck off. But I, I just like that she's like, look, I know nobody's supposed to be saying this and it's gross and weird. But like, this is how I feel. And I'm tired of carrying it around by myself. Also, here's this like sweet singable chorus, except not quite singable because sometimes I like rack the focus on the rhythm a little bit just to throw you off. Which is like, I don't know, it's
2: just cool. Like, she is a cool girl. I'm like, I'm obsessed with the way that this song changes throughout its three and a half Mm -hmm. minutes. Like, it just, it's never, you can never quite get a handle on what the song is, but it's always so pleasurable to listen to.
1: Yeah, and that break, that's like the Sopranos series finale, that it's like, oh, uh. uh, And now we're done. oh, Oh, electric guitars. I mean,
2: I don't know. And, like, again, she waits until two minutes to, to drop a beat that then disappears. Yeah. Like, it, she just is like, I wanted some drums here. Fuck you. This is the only time I needed them. Fuck off.
1: Well, and there's a couple of times in the chorus where, like, what time signature is this? Like, eight brown? What, what are you doing? <laughs> but, like, I don't But it's, she's like, I got it, It's fine. She's like, eyes up here. Listen to what I'm at, telling you. Like, Okay. Like if you just go, if you just sort of give yourself up to that is one of the pleasures of this song is realizing that you are in extremely competent professional hands when it comes to bringing you through the story unscathed. And it's like, okay, she, I got it. She says, I don't need a seatbelt. I'm not going to wear a seatbelt. And that's great.
2: What a ride. There's something so satisfying also about someone who is acknowledging these ugly feelings but is so sophisticated in expressing them. And like you said, there's a wit to it that it makes me enjoy the fact that I have these feelings too. Because like Julia Michaels in this song, I have enough of a handle on my life that I'm not going to lose my shit. Right. Exactly. It's I think kind of there's... like Miranda Lambert's song, Mama's Broken Heart. Yeah. In that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Did we talk about that song? We did
2: like five years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, Lambo. But I want to just share one more lyric because I just – like every every lyric in this song is a jewel that you can hold up to the light mm-hmm. and enjoy its many facets. It's true. But um, there is – when she says, and when your friends tell stories about 2023, I hope they hardly can recall there was a you without a me – wish I could be blissfully unaware of the history of your couch (laughs) and who your songs all used to be about. That is fucking great.
1: Well, and on on top of that, that's the second reference to who his songs are about. So this is someone who does what she does. So on top of being competitive with feeling that competition with his exes, on the on the romantic level, there's a competitive tension on the professional level. Yes. And sort of knowing, like always looking for yourself in someone else's work. And I, I mean, and that is hard. That is really hard. And especially for women, singer, songwriters, it's just like <laughs> you're just swimming upstream all the time as it is. And then. Yeah to, you know, to um, become involved with someone who does the same thing that you do, which uh, I mean, I guess people manage to do that. I don't like God, God bless the Didians and everything, but that that was not working for me. So this is definitely this is definitely a um, it's sort of a window into what that's like, even when it's going well. There's always that shadow in the corner. It's so good. It's so good.
2: Well, Hot Damn, I'm so glad you like this song as much as I do. And listeners, if you haven't heard the whole thing, do yourself the favor of listening to the whole song. Because just experiencing the things that we've talked about in terms of its musical complexity and lyrical sophistication, it's so satisfying every time. Um, And you're going to feel a little off
1: balance
2: for a while. Yes. Yes.
1: But that's the point, and it's fine. She's not going to let you tip over. She's in control of it. Like, just trust it. Trust the process. But yeah, that's another thing about this song, that it does have that, there's a tension within it of, like, certain um, signatures and uh, beats that never resolve. So, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. This exists! Yay! (laughs)
2: <laughs> so listeners do let us know what you think about this song if you knew it already or if you're listening to it for the first time because of this episode i want to hear your thoughts because i suspect that you're gonna like it
1: yeah and um if you are if you used to date julia michaels's special romantic friend let, let us know what exactly is the tea because we're <laughs> gossiping for real
2: we love mess um and I'm going to just say this, I feel pretty confident that this is going to end up being my number one song of the year, mm. just yeah. putting it out there. I yeah. haven't heard, obviously we haven't heard the new Adele album yet, but I still feel pretty confident. Yeah.
1: I I mean, I'll, I'll put this up against Adele. I don't say that lightly.
2: Yeah. Sarah Talk About Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship That's me and Sarah D. Bunting
1: That's me I also edit the podcast which is a proud member of the Bleave Network Learn more at B-L-E-A-V
2: To learn more about us submit song requests get a pop chart reading or buy a master's book visit our website at MarkAndSarahTalkAboutSongs dot com You'll also find all of our social media links there too That's Mark
1: and Sarah with an H talkAboutSongs.com. And for even more content and access to the Mastass Happy Hour, become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com mastass. Thanks for listening!